Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly talk show for parents of challenging children. With your host, Angela Sunis, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela will interview an individual or professional within the mental health community. Different from the Other Kids. Season 2, production of Marketing Maven Agency. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Different from the Other Kids. I'm Angela, your podcast host. Please welcome my daughter, Christina, for her third interview in this series. We are now working on book number two, which is the Natural Alternatives Edition. So, Christina, the last time that we spoke to her, the last episode, was telling us that she was half off her medication. Well, this has been a bit of a process for me, as you might appreciate. When she first told me she was coming off her medication, I knew that it was going to happen, and I was very enthusiastic about it, but I didn't realize it was going to happen when it did. So, it's been, as I say, it's been a bit of a scary workaround in my brain uh, to try and, and make sure that she was going to be okay all the way through it. And there was some anxiety and some worry certainly a couple sleepless nights, but as you will hear from her today, she's doing very well. The natural supplementation, the natural therapies that we have engaged in to try and help her and support her through this process have been doing their job and things are going very well for her. So let's get started with Christina's third and final interview. And once again, everybody, thank you very much for tuning in. Welcome, Christina. So you started with Talk to us about you were on an antidepressant, I think, originally, right, that you came off of. So let's walk through that a little bit because that's, uh, as much as everything else is so important, this is really the most exciting part of the story. So go. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So first off, I'm going to say because I can come off some of my medication right now, doesn't mean you should. That's the Necessary. number one mm -hmm. thing. It's not a process to be taken lightly. It's not a process... Um, that you just decide, not decided. It's you have to have some people in your corner. You have to make sure there are other people monitoring it. Mm. So a big part of it, I like I said, I did move out. So it's been a big uh, shift. Of my mom and I haven't been uh, had the relationship that we necessarily have had in the past, which is great. It's not codependent anymore. <laughs> I'm an adult now, which is a big difference too. I'm not a younger, smaller child, I guess. Than she I had was. to wrestle me to the ground on that one for sure. It's a it's a tough one, but you're 22 now, and I do have to get a grip with that. I think I'm better. You are great. No, you're great. No, you're <laughs> you're hilarious. No, you're you're great. So for me, the medication thing I guess what the biggest thing for me was all of a sudden I was like why am I hung over every single day I can't function because I'm tired is it because I can't function because I'm depressed is it because I can't function because of this because no it's because my body is exhausted and it cannot process this anymore it was 10 milligrams this is just this was just the what I just came off of I've been on several different medications several different periods of times this was 10 milligrams of an antidepressant. And the first one was 10 milligrams of Ciprolex, which was an antidepressant, and 300 milligrams of Seroquel, which had been prior to about 400 I'd been on at one point. Mm -hmm. A prescription for Imovane, a sleeping pill, and a prescription for Ativan as well. Sorry. So uh, I'm going to interrupt you. What's Imovane? I didn't know that what that one was. The sleeping pill. The sleeping pill. Hey. I just said sleeping pill right after Imovane. Oh, I didn't know. Yes. Okay, thank you. Okay. Sorry. That's, that's okay. Go ahead. 
what I'm what I'm gonna say is bipolar disorder is a mental illness. It's a disease. It's not something that I will live with for the rest of my life. Now, a lot of people will because they never actually get well. They never, it's never, um, they, they think that mental illness is, there is no cure. There is no better way. There is no, that you're mentally ill, you have to take this medication, you just cope, you try to, you know what I mean, be in society the best you can. I finally realized that that's bull. I've healed my brain, I've healed my body, I am now healthy, I am no longer a sick person. I really believe that I no longer am bipolar. I do believe that I have bipolar, like the gene, and that it can be set off at any time. I do believe that um, my most of my life I was a very, very sick, very, very sick girl. And that I, there, I don't disregard mental illness. I believe, like, it's facts. There are, you know what I mean? There is, there's... There is no, oh, there is not, there's no such thing as mental illness. I'm just saying, just like a cancer patient can go into remission, a mentally ill person can be cured as well. So for me, that was like, oh my God, I don't have to be sick for the rest of my life. That the option there was that there is a way to cure my brain. So for me, all of a sudden, the option of, okay, Let's build you up in all these other ways with all these amazing therapies, everything I'm doing. And then all of a sudden I'm going, is this medication making me sicker? Is this medication making me sick? I'm doing so well. I feel so well. I feel so stable, but I feel like there's something clouding my, my brain. Like it's a very hard thing to describe that when you feel well and you're trying to be put in a medications in your system, that's trying to fix things, but things are already fixed. It, it, I don't know what it does to your body, but it's disturbing. Uh, nevertheless, that I haven't seen my psychiatrist, I'm going to say about four months. And my next visit, the last time I called to get into her was, I think it was six waiting time. I've come off of this without her help. Um, she's a beautiful person. She, honest to God, I actually really like her. Um, the system's broken, very, very broken. How is it that I'm on an antipsychotic and I can go at my own will and play with them. I'm, now for me, I'm a very, a very intuitive person from the very beginning. I've always been amazing with my medication. I've always monitored it, monitored it very well. I've taken, they, uh, my doctors have trusted me to have extra medication on hand for if I need it. So I've always been extremely, extremely compliant, compliant with it hundred percent. And I believe them because they, they were help. They were in quotations, helping me. Mm -hmm. They don't know any better. And that's the thing. I don't blame anyone. I just, it, it's awful. So I'm going to go to my psychiatrist in a couple weeks and go, Oh yeah, I'm almost off all my medication without your help because well, I almost. couldn't get in to see her. Mm -hmm. Um, it, whether it be not all of it, whether it be half of it or mm -hmm. whatever, it's just, there's there's something broken there. So that's my main concern too, is all these people are on medication with no one watching over it. How can you prescribe something that can kill someone and not have it being monitored, okay? Those drugs, the side effects of them, the lists are endless, 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 endless lists. I'm not saying medication isn't there for a specific time, for a specific purpose, when it is needed. But we do not need to be wandering around on 300 milligrams of an antipsychotic at 22 years old. That's my biggest thing. Now, so, just to qualify, the medical system has put it into place that you are, quote-unquote, monitored. Now, the problem is, if you run into trouble, what Christine is saying is she did make an appointment with the psychiatrist to try and have her help walk through this process. 
but she couldn't get in. And that's the, that's where the system is broken. And we still don't know what she would have said about you trying to come off. The guess would be that she's not going to be on board with it. Um, but you've already started the process and you're doing exceptionally well. So I'm, I don't know if she's going to jump on board or not. But the point is, if she had, what if she had a hard time and was trying to get in? She wouldn't have gotten in. What if she would, she went through a period of uh, not wanting to live anymore? She still wouldn't have gone in. Mm -hmm. What if I really needed help? I couldn't get in. Just so we're clear, we're not talking about her specifically because no. the first thing that she said to Christina, one of her great frustrations when she first met her, if I remember correctly, was I can't give the care to people that I want to. They cut 30% of the doctors on her floor. Mm -hmm. So there's, so we're not saying that it's her. It's not, not her. It's not directed at her. It, we're She's just, actually great. She is actually a wonderful psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. She really is. Mm -hmm. Which is which is hard to find. And so we're we're lucky to have her in any case, and we'll keep her in our back pocket even when this is when this is gone. Hopefully, she will still be there. I will always have that. I yeah. will always make sure I have that backup, one hundred percent, no yes. matter what. And it's the same thing with the cancer patient being in remission. Yes, right. It's it, it will it could always come back. It lays, lays dormant in your body. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like certain life circumstances may flare it up again. Mm -hmm. That's okay. It's just mm -hmm. you need to make sure that you have all these people lined up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So take me through, if you don't mind, it's been, I'm trying to think of when you started. It was, yeah, so the antidepressant, um, I found just, it was only 10 milligrams of it. It was more for anxiety than anything. If you put, they say, uh, like a bipolar, a bipolar person on um, medication, on an antidepressant that it can actually have like really bad effects on that person. It can actually so it, bring it can on have, Yeah, it can actually bring on an episode. Um, which is what we discovered firsthand, which is why I was diag diagnosed in air, air quotations <laughs> um, with bipolar disorder. Like, you know what? Let me just try this. This is just for a little bit of anxiety, treating a little bit of anxiety, right? Like this is this is harmless. This is I can come off. Now I did do a lot of my own research. Um, I will say that because I didn't have the hand of the psychiatrist. Um, Dr. Nyla Jawani is unbelievable. She knows her stuff and she reaches out to other people if she doesn't. She will always no. she'll always find an answer for me. And, and so that's so I just wanted to make sure that like that that was understood and that's a really, really big thing with coming off of medication is that there is someone that does does kind of you know what I mean understand what to do but she understands how to supplement it naturally perfect um which is which is the biggest thing so I started with that um that was about um a couple weeks I'm only that was about two weeks I think of just just hanging out there without it I felt better I didn't feel worse I felt better with how long that, ago was that I don't the timing's gonna be mm -hmm. it's weak it's all over the place okay so, it, so let's go, let's say, let's say eight weeks ago. Okay. Let's call it eight weeks ago. So that was great. Felt better. So then I was like, okay, intuitively with myself now with a lot of the stuff I've been doing, I've been very good with feeling out my body and kind of feeling what it, what it's needing. Um, I've always been good at that with the other medications, right? So I took it down 50 milligrams. I was on 300 milligrams of Seroquel XR. Now the withdrawal symptoms, um, are there a hundred percent, which they? terrifies me. So... Uh, the withdrawal was more of um, skid like anxiousness, felt uh, like par not paranoid, but like almost like like out of body, um, nausea, big time, big time. Um, the first fifty milligrams was the worst. Uh, I did have a I did have a hard time coming off of it. Not in like a bad way, just in the physical aspect of the withdrawal. How about the mental? The mental was fine. Like I'm gonna say this all through all of these changes mentally. I have been excellent. I am healthy, but that's the difference is I don't see myself when I'm coming off this medication. I'm not looking at it. What does, what's it going to do to my brain? Oh my God. It's 
no, 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 I'm looking at it, my brain is healthy. It's about the physical body and what it's doing to the physical body. So what the medication is doing to coming off of that, right, of what that physically is going to do to my body, not, not so much detrimentally to my mental health. But, oh my God, okay, I have to take it slowly because the withdrawal symptoms, you can't just come off 300 milligrams of something like you'd be, oh my God, you'd be hospitalized. Mm-hmm. So the 50, I came off the 50 and that was, that was about, oh, that's, that was quite a few weeks. Six weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, six weeks ago, probably. It was only, I'm going to say, it, honestly, it was only about three to four days of it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't very long. And then I started feeling better and better. So like I, this is the thing, too, I don't associate with how are you feeling today? Uh, like, what's your mood like? How can we manage this? Like, how are you coping? Like, I don't know. I don't refer to, like, none of those terms are, like, I don't take, the, take those to heart anymore at all. It's, I wake up every day feeling kick-ass, not manic, <laughs> not depressed, like a normal person, except, like, I know more than everybody else. So it's that to me was uh, that to me was a big confidence thing with the medication was that I know my brain is healthy, that I know that I'm healthy, and that if I just keep doing everything that I'm doing, that it will remain healthy. And maybe it is, and that was the to, to me that was the experimentation of coming off a little bit of am I healthy or like what exactly is going on? Because it's it's a very hard illness. You can't see it. You can't monitor it. You can't you can't do anything. It's something you can't see. So for other people looking in, I guess, especially for my mom looking in, right? Like, you don't know if she's a little bit manic or something talking about coming off her meds. You don't know if she, you know what I mean? So it is a very hard line to tell, which is why um, the medication thing um, is a very serious thing. You really need to make sure that you know the person and everything that's going on with them. Um, as well, sorry, as well as the person knowing what's going on with themselves. Um, saying I'm healthy is, uh, I wouldn't necessarily be able to go to someone and say, well, what's, what, what is healthy for a bipolar mm-hmm. person? What, like, how did you cure it? Or how did you change it? Or how did you, like, manage it or control it or whatever? I do not know other than all of what I've been doing. It's actions, right? Mm-hmm. I know all the actions that I've done, and that's what's led me up to there. Then I came off another 50 milligrams, about two, no, not even, this was only about just under two weeks ago, just under two weeks ago, I came off another 50. The withdrawal only lasted, it was about, I guess, 24, 48 hours, wasn't much. The only thing I did feel a little bit though too is, is anxiety. So anxiety was brought on a little bit. It's, um, that I don't know, that's a chemical response to with the medication. Like I really don't know. And that's, what's terrifying is what is in Seroquel what it does to my brain, what the side, like, I have no idea. I was told, take this, here's your prescription for however many years. So I'm, (laughs) five years I've been on this, I have no idea what it does or what's in it. Like, that's really good. Um, (laughs) So anyway, so, and that's the thing with all my natural stuff, there's lots of side effects, but they're all great side effects. (laughs) There's no bad side effects. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so you're down 100, you got 200 left of the Seroquel. What is the plan for it? I think you mentioned to me that it's supposed to be every, you're trying to do it every five weeks. So that all depends. Everyone's like, what, like, in Nyla too, is like, everyone, what's the plan? I'm like, I don't really have one. Um, I'm going with the way that I feel. Um, Five weeks is my mark though, just to make sure that the body has time to adjust to all the levels and everything before you shock it again. But I think for me, it's a little bit more clarity. It's that I don't 
feel out of body. I don't feel screwed up, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I know for a lot of people, um, especially if they're just starting out with medications and stuff and how awful it feels uh, to be on them. And for me, I was always really lucky because I always took them. I never really felt too, too bad on them. Um, but for some people, they feel awful. They can't, they don't, they have no idea who they are. And now I look back on certain things and it's the medication numbs you. It doesn't let you feel any human emotions, which then leads to a lot of other things. So the plan, I guess, is just to keep going, monitoring it very, very slowly. Um, it does take time for the physical body to adjust as well as there's a lot of detoxification that comes with it. But I just know that it's every night, it's like, I just have to get up and do exactly what I did today over again. It's I take my oils, I take my supplements, I do my, my Reiki, I see Rosa. Um, and if I don't do those things, then I know I will be sick and I won't be here. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, let's just add in just the, at the tail end here, just the IV therapy. How does it make you feel when you, I notice a difference. In I've you. only started notice. I've only started really noticing a difference with the IV therapy since I started with Rosa. I think that's just because my body's starting to work better. better and Nyla did such a good job of getting everything brought back up. That as soon as I started acknowledging my body through stretching and through breathing and through meditation, through Reiki and everything, that all of a sudden I started noticing what, what the intravenous therapy was doing. So for me, the intravenous therapy from the very beginning was just getting my body functioning again, getting it moving again. So all of a sudden it was, we noticed it was the last two IVs so much better mm -hmm. like it's I had a little bit of a rough spot at the beginning of this week too that's really funny that I'm gonna do this interview today because I haven't had a low point like that in quite a few oh my god months and months and it's just funny because it's um you still get low like but it, that's normal human being everybody gets depressed everybody gets anxious everybody gets a little low um so for me it was just accepting that and going okay this is just the way I am today and then I went in for my IV yesterday which mm -hmm. was the day after I was feeling like that and I've completely it was like it's like a complete 360 it's like all the energy that my body has is insane so for me again it's been it's been difficult too with anxiety and depression I still deal with anxiety all the time it's it's that's not you know what I mean that's not it's a normal human response mm -hmm. um but the vitamin c it gives you energy it's cleansing my whole body and all of a sudden it's like with the medication changing, I've really noticed a difference with the with the IV therapy and how much it's boosting me up. Because I feel like my body is having to go through a lot right now with getting rid of a lot of this stuff. That it's it's tired and everything's slowing down because it's it's processing so much. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I had the IV again yesterday, and I'm like, oh my god! Like the clarity and everything is just insane. Like beautiful. Like oh my God, I can't stress enough like intravenous therapy, but because it's getting things injected into you, it's not, there's a lot of things that my body wouldn't necessarily metabolize or process properly by taking something orally. So this is the best way. It's filled with magnesium as well. And magnesium is, oh my God, I take that supplement late every night as well. Uh, magnesium and the vitamin C have been like one of the biggest reasons why I can come off the meds. Mm-hmm. 100%. I've been solidly doing the intravenous therapy since I started with Nyla about a year ago. Mm -hmm. I have gone down now to every two weeks. I was going every week. It does take a long time to be built up in the system. Now, if I was on my nutrition a little bit better than I have been, I would not necessarily need as much supplementation. But for people that need something, 
just to get just to start things moving oh my god start doing that like mm-hmm. it's unbelievable i was just gonna say i think part of uh if you had a low point this week uh that nine days of taking yourself off of the um gluten is going to be huge because i know <laughs> myself i've gone this is i'm on my second uh, bout of a long cleanse and it's amazing what that gluten is because the gluten turns into sugar so it's basically you're giving your body sugar so on top of the pharmaceuticals coming off on top of all this stuff that, that your whole body's going through and you're changing so many things, then you take out the gluten and it's no wonder your body's, it's going to kind of chug a lug a little bit yep. before you, before you move forward. No, and it, it's crazy too, because everyone talks about gluten and oh my God, everyone's gluten intolerant or whatever. And it's, it's sad because it's true, mm-hmm. but it's because the gluten that we get isn't real gluten. It's artificially made gluten, right? Mm-hmm. Which is exactly the thing that happens with the body and then it's it's all about the brain and mm-hmm. what that does to the brain right mm-hmm. well we're t- we've been having conversations christina and i about um i had had a conversation with dr Jawani about um she was telling me about leaky brain being related to leaky gut now we've all heard about leaky gut uh we understand that it usually is a little bit of uh there's fungus in there and um different kinds of yeast and things like that uh, otherwise known as candida uh, there can be parasites, there can be a whole bunch of things. So if your gut is off, what really seems to be happening in the naturopathic community, according to what she was telling me, is that the leaky gut is leaky brain. The brain and the gut are completely related, and you are never going to get away from that. So the whole gluten thing, from my perspective, in the, the research that I've done... It's a detoxing is, of the brain. It's a detoxing of the brain when you get rid of the gluten, because whether we realize it or not, gluten, even in its seed form before it starts to grow, is being soaked in pesticides it is so that it so when it grows it will repel bugs before they even get a chance to infest it and it then it's sprayed on top of it as it's growing it's just it's a chemical mixture of nonsense of which our brains are just we're just not able to metabolize it we're not able we're not pulling anything out of any any of our food that's any good because the soil's so bad because we're soaking it in all of this crap anyway that's my little rant okay so Chrissy we're, we're wrapping up here um, is there anything else that you wanted to cover before we talk about how you see things going in the future? No, I guess I'll just mention that um, with all of what I've been doing um, has inspired me now to start up my own little practice. Um, I did do the fascial stretch uh, level one certification a while back and I have fell in love. I did fall in love with it and I've always had that hands-on approach with people um, even as being a personal trainer. In the past it was constantly wanting my hands on people and I, I just knew that every time I had it sounds bad but had my hands on people they felt better <laughs> they really did <laughs> sounds so bad but it's so true so true and it's it, it is everyone said that, like it's I have a, a very nice energy about me and I know that now and you know what's so funny is I used to be like oh my god no like why like why would you say I'm like yeah hell yeah I have a nice energy about me like so different, right? It's it's all about the mind and negative uh, thoughts and getting rid of them. Um, so yeah, so I've just started. I'm just, I, like I said, I did my Reiki level one. So I'm kind of combining all my essential oils, my Reiki, my fascial stretch, um, and all my energy healing, all my crystals and all that stuff into a little, a little therapy that um, I'm going to be doing for people. And I have found a better way for myself. And I really, really believe that I've done a pretty good job of uh, healing myself finding a lot of peace within myself Um, and I really really want to help people do the same and um, just like my mom's writing this book I'm going to be doing it in a different way where we just want to help people and share our experiences because I know firsthand from every oh my god I've been through a lot and I know firsthand that there is a way out and that there is a better way and that you're not lost and that you're not lost in the system 
and there are ways to do it on a budget. I do want to say that, that there are a lot of ways that you can do a lot of these therapies um, on a budget. So yeah, that being said, um, yeah, oh my god, I'm excited for everything to come. I'm a very happy, happy person. Oh, and I'm a proud bummer. So thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. Christina, thank you so much. That was a lot of awesome information. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a it lot. Might be a little choppy. No, it's great. It's great. It's um, it's a it's a lot of fantastic information, and um, you, you spoke just from the heart as always, and I I really appreciate it. And thanks from everybody, and uh, from us, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Please review our podcast on iTunes. This will help us spread our message and reach all those who need some support. Don't forget to follow Different From The Other Kids on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for all your support. We'll see you next week. Different From The Other Kids, Season 2, Production of Marketing Maven Agency. And now a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor, and I certainly don't play one on the internet. I'm a parent, period. The advice from me presented on Different from the Other Kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with your physician or other appropriate healthcare provider. Thanks for listening to Different from the Other Kids, made possible with the support of Mind Body Works. That's me. <laughs>